This is a HeadGum Podcast. But, like, does Marlon exist without Sean? What? Yeah. yeah. You don't think so? Does yeah. Sean exist without Marlon? That's, that's a, the real I guess question. that's a better yeah. question. Yeah. And well, I don't, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Because I think, honestly, I think. I guess he never did. Yeah, because you gotta remember Marlon. Marlon was Robin. Like at one point, he never right. like physically he was, was on screen. At one point, he has yeah, action but, figures. I mean, he was in Rec Room for a Dream. Like he has movies now. Like Marlon's Marlon Williams. <laughs> he is yeah. his own person. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Sean, I'm not sure Sean wants to. Like Sean must not want. I don't think Sean wants to do it. Yeah, I, like he can't. Um, because he had to have opportunities. He just. Do you think they're better together though? No, no, no. I think, think I think Marlon. I think Marlon's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine on his own. I don't know if it's necessarily better or not. I mean, but I don't. But like, I'm not. Th- I'm not thinking about them in the context of their show. Their show was really good, but like, you know, after after watching, um, don't be a menace. Like they're they're very much playing like straight man, crazy mm-hmm. man. Yeah, you know, in that, and I don't know if they're. But actually I guess in like white chicks, they're both crazy, huh? Right, oh, yeah. or both like, but little man, or both the straight man. Like they're probably both normal, right? But then they have to play these white women. You know what's interesting is that I didn't even realize they made so many movies, so many things together. Because when I think of them, I think of them, I guess together, but mainly separately. Like for instance, right? At Key and Peele, at first, I always thought of them together until like now. It's been a couple of years; they're clearly separated. You know, right. they're clearly different dudes. Mm-hmm. But for Marlon and Sean, I was like, oh, they had a TV show, but. I, I don't even consider White Chicks, Little Man, or right. Don't Be a Menace, Sean and Mark. Like, I don't know why. Really? I just, I have no clue why. It's just, I, just I mean, Scary easy. Movie, too. They were together. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I just see them separate. For I, some always thought, I always thought of, I always thought of Keenan and Damon separate. And then the Wayne's Keenan Bros. Keenan and Damon separate. And then, and then Kim separate as Kim well. Kim separate. But then like the Wayne's Bros were also their own thing. And seemed younger. Marlon I don't know how much younger they were, but they seemed like significantly younger for some reason. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but they, but they aren't, aren't they? How much younger are they? Because all these movies were around the same time. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But that's just what it seemed. It was like, oh, and they're the kids is what it seemed like. But they, yeah, like I was thinking about it, like, As are a they kid. a comedic duo? You know what I mean? Like, do you consider them a comedic duo? It's not like anymore. Sean and Marlon Wayne. Not anymore, like, but I used to. They were in the, the show. Right? They were the Wayne's Bros. The Wayne's they, Bros. But they, but even with the with the with the when the movies and stuff came out too, that's what they were. And then mm-hmm. Marlon started doing other movies, and so he started to stay on his own, and Sean kind of disappeared. And so now I don't look at them like that anymore. Mm. So you look at so you look at them separate. Now it's like Keenan separate, uh, Damon separate, Kim separate, Marlon and Sean separate. Yeah, but well, that's five. Who's the sixth man? I knew you were doing that. That one I saw coming. That's why I just. (laughs) Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy What more can I say? Black men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Swoosh. And he scores. What? It's the sixth man. Okay. Wow. You long. tried. 
You know what? You tried. That was like different. I liked it. That yeah, one you was tried. different you know than what? the other ones. I respect what you did, James. Thank you. My name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. And my name is James the Third. I'm fine with that, You're too. You're like half off mic when you said it, but that's okay. And we heard my you. my name is James the Third. When you beat, can like, you why you speak you do, directly you... into the mic? Okay. Are you going to just scoot your you chair just away? <laughs> you just going to literally scoot. <laughs> You just scoot it from the mic. All right. Um, For those of you who are new, uh, why did you pick this film? I always question you for certain films. How is this the first episode you're listening to? I don't understand. They wanted to start fresh. They wanted to start and then work. Kadeem Hardison fans? Go back. Kadeem Hardison fans? And listen to another episode. No, they wanted to start from the beginning and then work their way, you know. You know, All backwards. Right, I guess. Um, <laughs> they want to know if it's building towards something. You're in like the middle of a saga. They're like, if this... Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, that's what you mean. True. Yeah. But they're like, if the most recent episode is good, then I'll like the yeah, other. Yeah, no. I don't like that. Us. Go <laughs> back and listen to another episode. Get to, get to, get to know us. They're yeah. testing us. All right. We review films... <laughs> That star leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Now... We are in the middle of a Wayne's uh, family saga. We're like near the. It's like near the end. Please, I'm Wayne's doubt. I'm Wayne's doubt, y'all. Look, I like the Wayne's brothers. Okay, I love the Wayne's family. I'm just tired of Wayne's right now. I'm tired. I need some. I I need a drama or something. I need. (laughs) I need something else. Okay, we got one more to go. I mean, I I can't make it. I can't. I can't promise it. Kim Wayne's never really started a film. So unfortunately, we not can't really. There's not like a Kim Wayne's film. She did start. Sorry, she did start in one film. That's on IMDb. Yes. Did she lead it? Was she leading it? She was a lead, but there's no. There's like no history of this film outside <laughs> of IMDb. Oh really? <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. Do you remember the name, or is it like? Um, I'll look up the name. It was some something funny. Um, I I just but don't today know if I got it. we're we're doing Marlon Wayne's uh, standalone film. Because, you know, Marlon kind of had his own thing like we were talking about. And um, he did a couple of standalones where he was the lead. Senseless. Senseless, right. You know, the Haunted House series. Mm-hmm. Though I think Sean probably appeared in those. Right? Maybe, but, Maybe. But I don't know. Uh, he... 50, 50 Shades of uh, Black. Yeah. Yeah. But this... Oh, wait, no. Sean is not in those movies. I, I, was just, I was just looking at his IMDb. Maybe he's uncredited, but that doesn't count. Right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, not. maybe that doesn't count. No, no, I mean, maybe. No, not really. Uh, Kim was in a movie called Talking About Sex. Wait, okay. What? I'm on IMDb. I don't even see that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, anyway, so instead, though, we're reviewing The Sixth Man. Why? I, I don't, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Well, because be basically we had to pick between sense. I'm not going to lie to you. Senseless and this, The Sixth Man. This is man. my fault. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I couldn't, I've been weighing this out. I cannot handle another spoof parody movie. Which is basically Haunted House and Fifty Shades Shades of Black. Black. So we basically were nestled down to Senseless and The Sixth Man. Because he wasn't the lead of um, Requiem for a Dream. No, he wasn't the lead. He's like fourth or fifth. And technically, he's. I actually looked up Senseless after this because I figured we were probably going to talk about it. It's a co star. Yeah, him and David Spade share um, co lead of that. And Senseless made less money. This movie made uh, like about almost, it made $14.7 million. Bro, it doesn't even matter to me. I just ain't want to watch this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. It cost $11 yeah. million dollars to make this movie. It made $14.7 million. 
Hey, we made three no, million. No, 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 man. This movie lost money. Brad made three million. You know they didn't no. promote it. No, you know they, they didn't promote it, John. They, promote the, they promoted this movie. You I remember know the they I remember it. the trailers and the poster for this movie. Now, this movie also stars Kadeem Hardison. Yes. So we could talk about him a little bit. Yeah, we have to. Uh it was directed by some dude named Randall Miller. Yeah, he directs like um a lot of TV now. He directed House Guest. Oh, interesting. Okay. Direct the house I also guest. think it's interesting that it was written by two people who never wrote anything ever again. Uh oh. <laughs> and mm. didn't really write anything before. What's that? Uh oh. So, anything else to say? I mean, the plot is very basic. It's like um, Ghost Dad, except for. Yeah, not it's a Ghost dad. dad, but not a dad. It's a, it's a brother who plays yeah. basketball. Yeah, you know, they're two brothers. They play basketball together. One of them dies. <laughs> Uh, Kadeem Harrison's character, Hardison's character, dies, and he comes back as a ghost and helps his brother, you know, win the uh, NCAA championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna call him just just so everyone knows. I'm never gonna call Kadeem Hardison by his name. He will now be go no, by uh, don't Dwayne do Wayne. Don't okay. What is his name? Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wayne. Part of one of the most famous and beloved couples in TV history. I can't. Yep. No That's one. That's a says, different world, right? Yep. Yep. That that couple was beautiful. I mean, that's where I know Kadeem from a different world. I watched, um, I also watched, I'm looking for the show. Why was Kadeem never, why did he never? I, let me tell you off? something. He represented I black culture. Do not know. But I used to watch, um, I used to watch Between Brothers. I loved that show. Because he was like the lead lead. He was, he was he was yeah. he was a star on that show too. He was a star. Mm-hmm. My man's glasses are in style right now. Yeah. I had a pair. Max stole them, and I still ain't got them back. Hey, yo, where the glasses at? Then? Yo, you know the glasses. I seen you wearing them. I want the glasses. <laughs> I mean, this was the closest he came to being the lead in a film. Yeah. Is it? I'm looking yeah. now, trying to see. I'm on this page. He was in some horror movie that got okay. me. You know what I'm talking? What horror? No, movie? no, he wasn't the he wasn't the leader of that movie. Oh, okay. But he was. Uh, bro, his I am. I mean, his um wiki page don't even have movies on it. But the show was important, though. That show was super important. Yeah, Different World was important. Between Brothers was great. Oh, Different World was great. <laughs> yeah. That was a Cosby spinoff? It was yeah. a spinoff for... See, I didn't um, even know that. It was for uh, Lisa Bonet. Until much later. But then, like, she she left after the first season. Yeah. So then, I think... Jay, did Jada come on right after that? Oh, I don't remember. That show was great. Hey, it's on Netflix, so watch it. Now, <laughs> The Sixth Man, where... where uh, I don't. I mean, do you think there are people who are huge fans of this movie? I don't know, but I'll say this: I watched it as a kid, and it. And it I remember liking it. I, did like I it never as a kid. watched it again, <laughs> but I remember liking it then. And there were like two moments that like stuck with me. You know, they're really small. Go ahead. But, oh, just okay. Just um. The part when he's like, <laughs> I didn't know we were doing. I mean, you're doing, you just, you just, just transition well. smoothly into, I know it. Smoothly into initial that. thoughts. Yeah, but, that, but the you know the part when he's like uh, being beating, being beaten up by him in the um, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like the physical comedy of that. But particularly mm-hmm. when he's like being thrown about by like his legs, oh, yeah. like that part. And then the part at the end, at the end when the guy's like, "That's our sixth man." Like I remember that, like that sticking with me for a really long time. Um, I guess my initial thoughts about rewatching the the movie is um, I liked Marlon in this like better than I thought I was going to, and I remember at the time when the movie came out, me thinking like, "Oh, he's like not being 
crazy. And then even when he was being crazy in this, at least to me, it felt like believable. Like it didn't feel like it, like the parts that were over the top were deliberate moments to be right. over the top. And then grounded, and so. then everything else was, yeah, was very grounded. So, um, so that was cool. And then there's stuff about, there's stuff about like the writing of this movie that I have a big problem with. And I guess we'll talk about when we get into it. But like, but other than that, like, I'm going to talk about it this. right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I had a huge problem with this script, man. Yeah. The script is, first of all, terrible. <laughs> It was. The script is yeah. bad. Second of all, I'm so mad about how important basketball was to them without ever really giving a reason why. Yeah. W- what do you mean, man? It was their chance to like... Wait, they weren't in the hood. They weren't in the hood. It wasn't about It wasn't about getting out of the hood. It was just basketball was important to them. Uh, basketball was important to them. And they never really explained why. It was the Michael Jordan era. <laughs> but it was That's just... That's true. Was just, it is the Michael Jordan era. And they like, oh my god, they have very lame references <laughs> to the Bulls. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, but I think there was a line that in particular made me really mad. And it was also at the end. It's when Kadeem's going to heaven. And he's like, yeah, man, I got it. They're calling me. <laughs> they said maybe I can make it on the team <laughs> if I don't pass the, if I like pass the ball a little more. And I was like, Yo, why does black man got to play basketball in heaven, son? Because <laughs> heaven is a place where you get to do what all your dreams come true. So if you like playing basketball, if you want to be a painter, you can do that all day, every day. So he got to play. So he got to play. I was, just, I was just really mad at that. I was like, oh, he playing, he playing basketball in heaven. Look, man, it's him. This college kid yo, is playing basketball in heaven. Yo, it's him. It's, it's, it's Peter. It's John. Luke. You know, they're all, like, up there. they all, like, hooping, brother. they all, like... How about, like, Will up? Chamberlain? Like, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, man. Will on another team. He on a different team. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put, they, put the, they put the Earth athletes with some of the... Um, <laughs> they put some of the Earth athletes with, like, some of the uh, apostles, you know? Okay. So, I was like, you know, they split them up. Um, Science. The soundtrack to this movie <laughs> was horrible. It was. For a yeah, 90s I had, movie, this I was... I had a, some issues with that, too. <laughs> it was. was so over the top. It was so over the top. Um, but uh, I will say, Marlon, man, Marlon tried so hard in this movie. He did. Yeah. Man, he was giving it his all. He was giving it his all. He had some moments where he was crying. There were, were real tears, man. Did he cry? I think he cried, man. I definitely think he cried. Like, at the end, I believe that. Yeah, he was crying. He was giving these impassioned speeches about his mother. Nothing was justified. <laughs> I think that was a hard part. And nothing was justified. Nothing was justified. And like, here's nothing the one thing. Was. It's like, all right, you don't have to justify the, the fact that he's a ghost or whatever. Like, fine, I, I'll take it. But like, have a reason for them to get to place the place. <laughs> like, yeah. I felt like things just happened. And then like, they would get mad about that. Like, all of a sudden at the end, Marlon cares about the fact that they're cheating. I'm like, you've been cheating this whole this time. This whole time. Yeah. You didn't give a crap. The whole time, Why though? do you care now? It never, it never, it one time they go, it feels wrong. That's it. Yeah, and like after one that, person says that. I'm like, you've been cheating this whole time. And are you going to stop once you get to the final game? I mean, uh, why, though? Like, there was nothing, you know? Uh, anyway, but, uh, you know, Marlon Wayne's got to do some physical comedy. Yeah. There's not much to say about this film. <laughs> I mean, no, I think... We're I, done. No, we're actually done here. I'm done. Go I ahead. Th- I think... I think It's my thing. Okay, watching it, I did not like it. And I'm, I'm mad because I wanted one of you guys to like it. 
I was over this movie, honestly, probably before Kadeem Hardison died. Like before Dwayne Wade died, I was like, all right, I get, I get it. Like, and it's, and it's not because the acting was bad or anything. <laughs> this movie, this this movie taught me a lesson, and I mean this, and I don't mean this as a diss. This movie taught that if you have good acting in a movie, but poor directing and writing, it makes it bad. Like yeah. there were scenes, like like John said with Marlon, and I'm like. This feels weird, and I'm like, why is it weird? Because Marlon is Marlon's acting his ass off, right? He's he do- really is, man. He's acting his ass off, and I'm like, why does this feel? Why why do I want to chuckle? I'm like, because it's staged weird. The cuts are weird. Oh my God, the cuts are awful. How we got to him crying is weird. Oh yeah, it's oh, like yeah. It, it like I can tell whether the, the script whole missed something. Tone is off. Yeah, it like it just it 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 just goes in and out drastically. I'm like, this is a very <laughs> weird thing. I, also. I'm sorry if people like this. I don't. I can't imagine. I mean, someone likes it. And the thing I is, know I, somebody likes it, but I can't imagine. Like, you know, how, like like when we hit it on half baked, like people got really upset. I can't imagine that that oh, people yeah, would be that. Isn't oh, like a cult no, following. No, there's right? someone out there listening right the now. They hate us so much. Already typing up the email about uh, <laughs> the six man. Yeah. But okay, this is my last thing. All right, I. There are. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. All right, this is my thing. Okay, look. I did think that Marlon and Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wayne, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne, Wayne, Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> I thought they played off each other well, but I also thought they could have played off each other more. I felt like some of the scenes they weren't 100%. enough of them together 100%. in scenes. Ugh, how do we start this? Like, how do we? I'm, Marlon and, K- and Kadeem. I feel like they weren't. In, I feel like they definitely were in scenes together, but I feel like okay, they were well, the linchpin. They needed to be so in scenes more. It was so interesting. It felt like it felt like the movie was so fascinated with the fact that they could cut to Marlon and Kadeem wrestling and play fighting and then cut to him not being there and Marlon just doing great physical comedy. Right. That that became like half the movie. Yeah. But I was like, this is one joke that you show in the beginning. You don't continue to come back to over and it doesn't it doesn't get more funny. Right. Also, just one of those movies where honestly, in my in my in my head, I was like, hey, man. Y'all greenlit this though? Yo, seriously though. Y'all well, greenlit yeah. this I though? Mean, Yo, seriously though. In the 90s though. Yo, they paid somebody for this movie. In the so. 90s though, like stuff like this, like these were the movies. But but you know what I was going to say I appreciate right? about this a hot though? black actor playing basketball. But but hear me out though. You know what we talk about <laughs> a lot on here is that nowadays we don't have a chance. They like say like black actors, we don't have a chance mm-hmm. to make bad movies. We always That's have to right. Yeah. In the 90s, and what I'm realizing, because I feel like we've been doing the 90s movies for we like have a, done a lot couple of 90s months now. By accident. I mean, aside for the Wayans, but it's like there was there was such a diversity mm-hmm. in movies and roles right. for people of color. Like, of course, right. Hollywood hated on all of them, but there was such diversity that you could do a Boys in the Hood, you could do a Denzel movie, and then you could do one of these, and it's like, all right, this isn't the best, but it got we still got the shot to make it, you know? Yeah. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's James III alone in the studio, and I want to tell y'all about our sponsor today, which is Blue Apron. Now, y'all know we love Blue Apron over at Black Men Can't Jump. They're the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They've established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and rancheries across the United States. And because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, they are reducing food waste so they helping out with that food waste and they local they close baby check it out cooking together builds strong family bonds now y'all know 
that I don't be cooking. But now that we got a blue apron, my fiance and I, we cook all the time. Check out some of the upcoming meals. Seared chicken and creamy pasta salad mm, with summer squash and sweet peppers. All right. Fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle pepper. And you know what? They got chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach. There's so many more meals. Y'all got to go over there and check it out out it's less than ten dollars per person i have no money in my bank account but i got that blue apron subscription you know what i'm talking about so you know what check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com jump you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait that's blueapron.com jump blue apron a better way to cook but I mean, oh, I guess we just talk about the movie. I want to get into it. Uh, this movie starts how like almost every '90s black film start. How Pootie Tang starts. It always starts with them being starts kids. With them being kids. Yeah. They always are kids. Got to see them as kids. Yeah. Is it? Is it because like, do the do do the directors think like we gotta get the white audiences to relate to these black <laughs> is men. Is that what it is? Is it that? Let them see them as children first so that they're not intimidated by them, right? They're children. Yeah. So they can connect with their inner child so that when they see the grown black men, then they can connect to those characters. Because if we don't see them as children first, then they'll be alienated. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's that. That's that's really interesting to think about. In this, I'm just, th- I'm just wondering because in I this don't- movie in particular, and in and in like Soul Plane, is I feel like each time those these two in particular, it was used as a way to to develop character because it was a thing that was going to be lacking in the way that they wrote the rest of the movie. Like we need to see them behaving this way as kids so that we can know like, oh, this is their dynamic. Because I'm not going to write, because we're not writing it in the rest of this movie. We want to see, we want to get to the comedy. Yeah, so yeah, we're not going right. to, we're not going to see their dynamic. But we're just going to show it to you. I'm just thinking, I mean, I just want to ponder on this for a little bit because <laughs> I really, and listeners help us out because I'm really interested because this happens a lot. We've pointed it out time and time again. Comedies starring black men we see them as children first, mm-hmm. and they set their goals and intentions and everything as a child, and then we see them as men, and then they do the movie. Can I do my pitch? Go ahead, you Anchor, Anchorman. Did we see Will Ferrell as a child? I don't uh, remember. No, sir. Zoolander. Did we see Ben Stiller as a child? I don't um, remember. No, sir. Wedding Crashers. Did we see Owen Wilson and... Uh, 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 what's his face? I'm blanking on his name. Vince, uh, Vince, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn as children? I, I don't remember. Um, Do we see the ch- children to, to establish their dynamic as a duo? Um, no, sir. Um, could you buzz? Can I buzz in? Old I... school. Did we see them as children? Hey, um, no, it starts, yeah, no, that starts on the origin. We didn't even see them as uh, them in college first. Um, what about what about what about Forty Year Virgin? Does that start as a? Kid? Do we see him as a kid? Forty Year Virgin? I don't. No. What, about, what, what about what about Animal House? Do they, do they Animal House? Do they start as kids? No, guys, I don't remember. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, James. Let's let's, let's go. I'm just let's go through the paces. I just let's talk. This it's out. just interesting. I'm just wondering because we've noticed it, and now I want to make a hypothesis as okay. to why it's happening. Why do we think? And it I is? really do think it's because they're trying to get they. They're like, there's no way. <laughs> That audiences can relate to these men when they first see them. We got to see them as innocent children first to establish their POVs, their kind hearts, their work, their good work 
ethic. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. I don't know, man. Even Space Jam starts with him as a kid. Yes, it does. Space Jam starts with Michael Jordan as a kid. I mean, what do we do? Space, Space Jam, Jam young Pootie Michael Tang. Jordan, uh, what do we do after Pootie Tang? Um, half baked. Half baked. Listen, this is my thing. So plain. It, and I think, I think, like John said, I think the whole point is, is that wait, if we're gonna have these black people lead this movie, we gotta show that they're humans. All right. In right. order to do that, we have to show them. Yeah, like they're kids. They These, have families. They're one of the good they have ones. goals. They are one of the exceptional Negroes. Negroes. That's a phrase. That's why we're following we them hear a lot. because they're because they're fun because they're cool. Because think about it. I mean. Okay, okay. Let, let, let's, okay, people are like, no, man, you guys are reaching with some of these comedies. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, okay, 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 okay. Let, let, let's, let's think about some other comedies, all right? Let's think about, uh, let's think about, um, uh, not, uh, Tropic, no, not Tropic Thunder. What is it? Um, what's the one but with Seth Rogen? Well. Oh, yeah, I mean, Tropic Thunder. see them as kids. What's the one with, um, I could Seth think of Rogen, one white... the smoking one? The, uh, Pineapple Express. Yeah, Pineapple Express. Express. I could think, no, no. I could think of one. Uh, I think it was, I think it's Joe Dirt. We see him as a kid first. I think we see Joe Dirt as well, a kid. There are, I mean, it's not that there aren't David Spade w- aren't white comedies but, where we see the, but the Joe, nice kids. Joe Dirt is white trash. Yep. What about what about like what about like so they quit? <laughs> so the white oh trash, boy. they're like, we got to see that guy as a kid because you know we can't. Oh boy. Anyway, I'm just I don't know. No, no, no. I'm just throwing bring, out hypotheses. I think you're bringing up a good point. Yeah. Why do we? Why 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 is this a trend in the '90s? Mm, I'm feeling nice and warm right now. I don't know. It's a, it, people, please tweet because I'm. I, I'm feeling nice and warm. It's interesting. Like we see them at kids, anyway. and then of course, of co- okay. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. I never problem with it being basketball. Have to talk about this movie. <laughs> no, but I think like I think like we can get through it quick because it's a short movie. Yeah, no, it's. I very think short. like well, it's actually an hour forty minutes somehow, but it feels very short. Oh, Do you gosh. think you would have a problem with the sport if it was basketball? Like if it was something. If it I mean, wasn't I, basketball. If it was, if it was like football, if it was like them wanting to like. Be filmmakers or something? Would that change how you feel about? I think like, it would change stuff a little bit. I, yeah, I. I mean, I'm going to say something controversial. Go ahead. But I didn't have a problem with the fact that they were playing. Basketball. I. Didn't, I mean, it's what the film's and, about. And I also so didn't I, have I a problem really with the fact with it. that, like, could de- they both wanted it so hard, especially because, like, they, especially because they were doing it since they were kids. It was that important to them when they were kids. And he I guess was the like, dad died he was too. so he was so invested in it as a kid that I was just like, well, he's definitely gonna be this way when he's when he's older. Totally. I mean, they. That's I the wish intention. they would have wrote it more. Like, I wish they would have wrote their dynamic. Like, those are my issues. My issues with the with the script happen after this. Like, it's that they like they show us them as a kid, but they don't even really talk about. Like, even when they're like. Even when they're like, you got to take the shot, and he freezes. It's like, oh, this is an important moment. So the f- yeah. opening scene is just the two kids playing, and they're like, they're the team. They they have what is it? Say A and K or yeah, his mom as opposed to A uh, and K. Antoine and yeah, and Kenny, 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 and they're like, and the thing is like, uh, who's Marlon? Antoine? Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Yeah. So Kenny always on, passes bro. it to come Antoine. On, bro. Kenny and Antoine. You know Antoine gonna be the come on, bro. <laughs> Marlon, on, bro. You know, little Marlon always passes it to his brother and. But then at the end, the dad is coaching them. Dad's like, you take the shot. T- talking to little Marlon, you know, you take the shot. But he he chokes, he freezes, he set, he passes it to uh, Antoine, and then Antoine misses the layup. Yeah. Anthony, sorry, it's Anthony. Anthony, sorry. Anthony. No, it's, Ant- it's Antoine. Is that how you say it? it has yeah, a, it has it's a, spelled like Antoine. No, but yeah, they also call, But they call it's, him Anton. I thought it was spelled A-N-T-O-N-I-E. Antony. A-N-T-O-I-N-A. Yeah, but they don't but I but they call Antoine. him Anton. Anton. Uh, they call yeah. Yeah. See, that's I why I call him Dwayne Wayne. 
Y'all hate playing games. But uh, <laughs> sorry, what, what was the you were you were saying? Even when that happened, well, no, just like even when that happened, it was like, oh, I understand what they're trying to show, right? Yeah. But then they don't. They like never address this really. Like they never really. I mean, I guess they kind of do. Like he. I mean, they're six. You know, then we, we go over like they're successful uh, as a duo in and the on the Huskies and and then we see him like you know be like uh, there's like one line just like badgering in the other. in the there's one line in the um the news re- review yeah. that I feel like most addresses it but then but we never actually see it we never see it happening between the two of them and we never see it happening like between Marlon and somebody else like we never see somebody being like you know you were you had it out there like you could have got like there's never <laughs> who there's with with Marlon's character, there's never the any dad does early. No, in the, he's saying oh, again. Early. But the, but it never happens again. Where like where it's like you know you're doing a great job no, no, out no, here. No, you no. don't have to be attached to your brother. No, I mean it I happens thought, later the, the, on in the yeah, movie. Like the girl, way later on in the oh, movie. Oh no, doesn't the doesn't the girlfriend? No, 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 no. Like even when even when Dwayne is still alive. Um, RC writes the paper like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's but, that's, only... but that's not late. That's like that's pretty. He's yeah, still but there's just like a line that's like I don't know. I just felt like it could have been developed more. Well, I guess here's my thing. I- I'm gonna pull it back a little more than that, right? Yeah. So because this movie, the comedic premise of this movie is that his brother dies and then he helps him out as a ghost, right? But but why? I mean. We don't establish why. Like, right. I'm not even talking about the actual dynamics of like how he becomes a ghost and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about like there's nothing about there's nothing to me that drives like. Well, no, well, no, no, no. Like what's the way he yeah, comes back and he driver? says it multiple times. He's like, "Yo, you." He's like, "I'm only here because you needed me." Because you needed me. Yeah. But he but he says it. He's like, "Yo, <sighs> right." He, he says and, it like, "Yo, yeah, I'm only here because he's like, I will leave. I will blah blah blah." Right. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If I go before y'all, I'm not helping. I'm sabotaging but, everything okay. y'all do. Here's here, haunting no. <laughs> all day. Yeah, here's, and there's here's something a, to be said for oh, like. There's something to be said for like unfinished business indirectly being taught because he does say like. When as he's being stretched, taken off in the stretcher, he's like, "I'll be, I'll be back." Like, it'll be good. and we know that he wants to, to do the yeah, championship. Yeah, but he, but but the movie is trying to sell us on the fact that he's not there because he has unfinished business to win the championship. Right. He's there because Marlon said he needed him. Right. But, and this is why I don't think Marlon didn't. We didn't see Marlon said he needed him before they started playing basketball again. Right. He just said he needed him because he misses his brother. Like right, his yeah. brother died. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. I'm sure the mom was like, I wish my son was alive too. So I guess like when I, the thing that I was confused is I, I, I thought there would be more of a like, you know, they were playing basketball again. He's just like, I don't know. Life doesn't make any sense without you right. here. Uh, but you get that montage, like isn't that so. what the montage is like? The bad basketball montage, mm-hmm. and everyone's like concerned. He literally goes at one point. I think the thing you're asking for probably could have been a little bit better. But after like repeatedly bad games, when he's on the basketball court, he's like legit talking about like, oh, we wanted to do this together. Like mm-hmm. he's looking up at the jersey that was retired. He's like, you know, we we're supposed to go to the final four. We we're supposed to like blah 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 blah. And then I think is when he wishes for him to come back. Right. So I feel like they show you like how crappy his life is. Yeah. 
I yeah, they do. Like they do. They I set get- up all of this stuff. They set up the everything that that happens. There's a thing that that sets it up right before. But like the movie doesn't cohesively tell the story that I that I that they think they're telling. I think I know what it is for me. Yeah. It felt like the stakes were low because I didn't feel like Marlon really cared that much about basketball. I felt like he cared way more about his brother and just like wanting to please his brother than he cared about like wanting to be the star of this basketball team. Okay, I agree with that. You know, and and so therefore when he was asking for his brother back, I was more just thinking him like I I felt like, like he was I'm like I just I don't really care. You. Like yeah, like I don't my life I, I have no like you're my life like you're the closest person in my life. You know what I mean? Like my father was, he died. I have my mom, but you were the closest person in my life. I don't have like a girlfriend or anything like that. So I I was more concerned about that than the basketball aspect of mm-hmm. it. But they never like I guess they to me they always made it like it was basketball. And I guess I couldn't help comparing it to Angels in the Outfield where right. the kid felt like he was like, I really need the Angels, this team that I love to like mm. do well. And so the Angels come and they're like, we'll help you. Right. And, you know, they're helping the team and all that stuff. Right. But, but this I think, didn't. But I think I and the thing is, I think the part of the another problem with the movie is that I think you are right that that is why he was talking to him and said that he that he that he needs him. And then, like, the issue is that, like, that happens. He hears it through some miracle. He's able to come back. And the issue is how bad, how badly he wants, you know, like, it's like, it's like, how badly oh, the, the brother bro- just wants how to play basketball. How badly the brother actually wants it. And it's like, no, I just wanted you back in my life. But then they never even. Right. Well, and then the, and then, it becomes, about- and then the movie becomes more about what we established in the beginning, which is just that uh, you also have talent and skill in you. Right. You don't need me all the time. You can also. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well, no, I think it's that. I think it's like the, it, it morphs into that thing of like, or maybe the whole movie is just about, you know, Kenny kind of like, it's like his come of, coming of age story. It's like him growing into the man he needs to be. Like he's finally like out of a shadow. He's finally like right. speaking up for himself. He's finally like going after the girl. He's finally doing this thing. And again, it could have been stronger, but I, th- I think the pieces are there. The pieces I agree are that the pieces are there. there. I guess this is why I'm saying that the basketball thing. To me, basketball felt like the least important part right. of all of this. And, mm. I, and and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, this could have been a really interesting movie. Think about it. A kid who lived in the shadow of his brother but was happy about it. Mm-hmm. Because usually you see that and they're like, oh, like they're a little bit resentful mm-hmm. of the fact that the, that the older sibling is so much better than them. Yeah. But he loved it. And that's how he related it to his life. And then when he was gone, he didn't know what to do with his life. He was so sad. And then the brother comes back and he's talking to him, but nobody else can see him. And there's a part of me that's like, this is like a real thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's a fa- fantastical element to it. But could you imagine if you thought like your friend who was mm. so close to his brother was just like, all of a sudden he just keeps talking to him like he's there. You're like, oh, he's going insane because yeah. he misses his brother so yeah. much. There was like that part of the, I guess this is the tone thing that we were talking about. Like the movie goes from like, slapstick comedy to like really they they yeah. want to have these really heartwarming touching moments but like both undercut each other they don't they don't seem to like blend and so sometimes i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah hollywood is shut down all production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by there has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine hollywood 
And that's what Hollywood, the sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited-run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey there, it's Lindsay Katai and Kelly Nugent from Teen Creeps, the podcast about YA pulp fiction. We love trashy teen horror and whether you'll admit it or not, you do too. So cinch up those side ponytails, push your pogs to one side, fire up your 56K dial-up modem, and subscribe to Teen Creeps only on the Forever Dog Network. New episodes every Wednesday. Like the whole, like the whole team. Like, can we talk about the team? Yeah. Hmm. They had like the seven-foot guy from Serbia. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, right? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. The Dennis Rodman guy. They had the guy who, again... Who we just talked about, yeah. who is in almost every name? way Chris in his Spencer? movie. Chris Spencer. Yeah, like he's me? legit in almost all of their movies, dude. That was all the boy. Of them. Must have been the boy. Had to have been. Um, but they all like none of them felt distinct enough. They all felt just like everybody else in this team's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, right? Like it never <laughs> like it like, didn't feel like the Mighty Ducks or like any of these like yeah. ragtag teams that need to get together to like win. Like Yeah, like we never like we I really wanted to see, and I was like, is this the Queen of Katwe thing where, like, I wanted to see the chessboard, but, like, no one actually wants to see the chessboard? Like, when when they start playing without Kadeem, I just wanted to see how each of them individually, like, fit in and, you know, what they needed to do to individually to grow without him. But there was no understanding of that. They were just generally bad. Yeah, yeah because the thing is, the <laughs> team didn't, like, it's interesting because, like, like Bad News Bears, like, those kind of movies, the team is the point of view. The team, like, is, the, right, the the team point. is the point. But this movie, the bro- the 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 brothers were the point. Like the team is everyone else was just dressing on it. Right. And I think one of the things that faults this movie is that again, I feel like yes, we saw Kadeem and uh Marlon, but I feel like we didn't see them enough like to right. establish right. like the power mm-hmm. of this brothers. Mm-hmm. Like it he should have been alive longer. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe there should have been more scenes of him alive longer so we could see like like, I mean, it's oh, hard because the whole the whole point premise of it is he's dead. Well, but the thing is, he doesn't even he doesn't even come back as a ghost until like thirty seven minutes into it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so like a, it's a like long. It's like long, and uh, it's a long amount of time with with him just dead. And I think that like the scenes that we see with them, like it's just okay. I, this is what I feel. The movie does a lot of showing and not telling which is like everyone says show don't tell but like they could have told us a little bit more because like it's like we just see them generally fighting we see them make a bet about this girl and then like play the game that he dies in and it's like yeah yeah they 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 uh well we see them yeah they win a game together right. they're a great duo playing right. 
They make a bet about him, you know, asking Marlon asking a girl out who he accidentally like spilled beer in her purse, which was like such a yeah a weird silly thing. Like, yeah, I was just like, dude. First of all, the other dude knocked into you. It wasn't even your fault. You're right. not a klutz. Also, that beer went so far down, you couldn't be like, hey, watch your purse. And you watched it go. <laughs> you just watched it go. It made no sense. No one made an effort at all to try to stop it. Also, how did she hear that bet being made, like, literal floor oh. above? Oh, she, she did. She had super hearing no, that whole movie. No, she didn't. She oh, didn't. Oh, wait, what happened? She read lips. Because she does it later oh, on. Oh, yeah, she, does she it reads on. lips. You're she right. does it, like, two times right. in the movie. You're right. That's um, right. Um, That's a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, she she was cool. I felt like she was relegated to, like, you know, the 90s woman role, which is nothing. Well, it's interesting because I thought they... <laughs> failed the Bechdel test with... Failed it. I think she's the only woman in this movie. Yeah, who talks? No, no. There's one other one. There's the one who, um, in the same scene, um, oh, Dwayne Wayne mom. hits on. Yeah. yeah. And then she walks away. And then, yeah, her and the but mom. It's funny because I thought... Watching this movie, I thought two things. I was like, oh... They started off with a character who, with her, what was it, R.C.? Is that her name? R.C.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They started off with a character who could have had some real, like, power and legs to it, right? Yeah, she was a journalist. Yeah, but then it, like, somehow it failed. She became, like, a love interest. But I also found it fascinating that any time <laughs> there is a strong woman in a movie, she's usually in, uh, she usually has a career that requires her to be more aggressive than normal. You know, it's like she's always a journalist. She's always like a lawyer out for like something. She's always, uh, it's never just a character who's like, I don't know, like the other student. But if she's going to be the other student, she's the other student studying law. Or the other student right. who's she like can't be, a social activist. Like she can never she be. She can't be strong independent of like what thing. her job yes. is. Yeah. She's yeah. never strong outside of the occupation. And I'm yeah, like, why is this a thing? It, only because I thought about it. It's like, oh, she's a. Oh, she's of course she's being aggressive because she's a journalist and has to like, right. you know, get the stuff. Also, um, Michael Michelle is her name. I'm in love. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's very. I'm in love. Uh, but it's interesting because thinking about her character, her character started off so strong. She was like, "Don't make bets, don't make bets you can't win." And I was like, "Oh, you're starting off with this like, you know, she mm-hmm. was the only woman at that table of other journalists. You start off with this character who cared about her career." And I'm like. Yeah, she, she didn't get to really. talk about the fact that she was a, a woman in sports journalism. She didn't get to mention that at all, which I'm like, how are you not even going to mention the fact? She's like, do you know how hard it is out here for me? Like, I'm the mm-hmm. only woman in this boys club. You guys won't let us play sports. You won't let us write about it. Like, I'm I want to her get to this tournament. story. I wanted her to write. I wanted her to publish the story. Yeah, but also, but the thing about, see, the whole thing about that storyline was like, that was washed. Nobody's going to believe you. First of all, I, you you have to like do this in a way that I'm like, if you hit, I literally was like, it's good that you didn't hand that paper to them because they would have just read that and been like, you think a freaking ghost is helping this right. team? Like she had no proof. No, yeah. she had the video. She, I know, but she, but she didn't but, like, she just wrote it. She didn't like come in with the tape or like yeah. was pointing oh, yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're just going to write a story like an angel is helping what kind of story is that? And like, and that only was such a small <laughs> percentage of the movie like it was like there's that one scene where the where the guy's like i feel like something's up and i feel like uh, no why did i feel like kenny's the key and then one scene where she looks at a video and she goes what and then she comes in with the whole article like that's it's also unbelievable that in a in a a a sport that is filmed so much (laughs) 
no one, one noticed it. Nobody noticed it. Only one person. I'm like, yo, they literally did imp- physically impossible acts. Yeah, I mean, that was a little... Well, like, my man I, went out of bounds and then, flew back, and then flew back in. I'm like, how did he, anyone watch that and not go, uh, that's a ghost? He passed the ball, and then it went in a spiral and went up into the hoop. And they called it a hook shot. He said, yeah, he, he ate a hook shot like, from from beyond the three-point Like, the ball would go into the, into the hoop and then come out. I'm like... That's goaltending. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bruh, it was a it was a fascinating like I mean, of course some of the mechanics didn't work. And like I was it funny? Thing. I couldn't tell who, was it fun I couldn't tell it was funny or who was who was it marketed to. Like is it right. marketed to kids? It felt like a kids movie so, and it was PG thirteen. But they had the they had the um they had the blank man scene of uh I can't play with you right now. Where literally there's a line that's a, that is I can't yeah, play. It's, it's the, the same, same line. Um, and then in the next scene, I had the question also, that out loud. Actor, that actor who was like, I know what you mean. Oh, right. What was that about? So creepy. What was that about? It and was then so creepy. In the next scene, I had the, the thought, is this a kid's movie? Like, they, we, had, we had this extended penis play joke, and then I thought the movie was a kid's movie because of the following scene. Because the moral of the movie is like, don't underestimate yourself. Believe in yourself. Have yeah. confidence. Which is like pretty is basic. For? Like it feels like a kid's movie. Yeah. Because there's not a there's no adult themes. Like there are heavy there could have been. That's what I'm saying. Like the like how does somebody deal with loss? You know? Um what does it mean when you've attached your life to somebody else and that person's no longer here? Like what who are you anymore? You know what I mean? Like how do you discover yourself again? Uh you know, it could have like talked about the hardships of like being like the uh brief moment where Marlon is yelling at RC because he thinks she's just asking him another question because she's a reporter. I was like, I was like, yo, that's real. Like when they were all like when the brother first died and like, you know, he's leaving and all the reporters are like, Hey, hey, and they're trying to ask him a question. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. And yeah. it's real, right? Yeah. That's how they treat athletes. That's how they treat celebrities it's like something horrible just happened to you and they want to put a microphone and a camera in your face and ask you how you're feeling but it's just like they're just like these brief glimpses of all these things and then like most of the movie it is billed as a comedy there are all of these and i mean it's like it's hard to talk like other outside of the thing that you're talking about i think the other part is when he's like walking in the park and he's like, ah, and he's getting wrestled with. And there's right. like a part where he's like leaning over and like going like that. And people are looking at him. Yeah. I was like, that's a really good physical comedy. But like, you you aren't heightening. Yeah. Yeah. Every It's just the same bit played out in different ways. And eventually, I don't know who this is funny to. Yeah. Right. I, yeah I don't know who. The thing is, that was my big problem. I couldn't tell <laughs> like, who the movie was for. Who's still laughing? Who is still, who's still on board with everything that we're seeing? And also, it's just a thing of like, I, after a while, I was just like, what's the point? And I felt bad because yeah. I was like, Dwayne Wade uh, and and Marlon, I thought were trying. I thought they were trying their damnedest. Oh, man, they were trying. This whole movie. I thought Marlon yeah. was working, My, dude. Uh, her, name working. Is Mike, her name is Michael, huh? Yeah, Michael, Michael, Michelle. Michael, Michael Michelle. Michelle. She was... She was doing her thing too. I thought. I yeah. thought. I thought those I thought three were trying. Was Actually, was good. even the, the co- coach, like the guy who's the coach, uh, yeah, David like, Payne. 
Paymer. And I, he's been in a bunch of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was really fun. Like they the, were trying, you know, and like they try to give him his whole like he's like a he's a coach who's like really not that good. Like the remember he's like the yeah. best game that ever like the most important game I played in my life was like he was like in middle school or something. Yeah, like and also and you're like him, how are you? He had a lot of development, I think, between like care. between that and like him being like when I when you guys. Uh, wrote your letters of intent to come to this school like I opened a bottle of Scott like he had like Scott, all, yeah. he had like all of this he's stuff like, that like really fleshed out his kids he was like I slept yeah. with my wife they like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like oh I know but it's like but it had those moments and I think those moments and those acting set pieces made me mad yeah because it made me mad that they were in this movie and not a different one like for instance look, I know we're gonna skip around so let's continue to do that but like when Marlon when the coach uh, comes into the locker room after like Dwayne dies yeah. and has to stop Marlon. Oh man, the music that's playing under that. Scene. First of all, the music was so corny. <laughs> but like, also, what made me mad is that as he's saying this, so they cut away. Yeah. They cut away from Marlon. They cut not. They cut away from him a lot. I'm in like, that yo, scene. and my thing is, is either and okay, of course I was in the editing room. One or two things must have happened. Either he didn't do what needed to be done, right, and right. they were trying to cover it, mm-hmm. or you didn't trust him. Like my thing is, this is my man's moment. Like this is like this is the scene mm-hmm. where like we should be focused on his face. And then when he was most upset in that scene, they pulled way back. Like they let they were they let him walk in the background and like be pulled back. But it's like, no, aren't you gonna get you tight? Be, you're Show right, me. It, like see him wrestling with everybody. It, yeah, it, that I that scene that immediately burned me. Because the thing is, because the coach had a close up. Like yeah. the, when the coach came out of that room, I knew exactly what the coach was gonna say. I knew what emotion he was going through because he had his close up. Mm-hmm. Marlon, the moment the coach told him, you saw his face, and they cut to the coach, and they cut to um the white dude, the shorter one. Yeah, yeah. the Rodman and guy. Then, yeah, and, the Rodman and, guy. And hopped around, but hopped around the whole yeah, you the saw whole time. Room. You saw the team. Like, you saw everybody react to it when this was supposed to be Kenny's moment. And again, I'm gonna bring up this movie because again, I think this movie is bad. Come at hidden me. Figures. Hidden <laughs> figures did the same thing with freaking Taraji. When she has her moment, yeah. you cut away from the moment. And the thing is, the moment has no weight. The moment, like her big moment in that thing after the bathroom, the speech had no weight, and she's crying, and it's like, I don't know why. And you're showing me everybody else but her. And like Marlon had this beautiful moment. And the thing is, Marlon could have had tears, but we just don't know. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the point was. Because we saw tears later on in the movie. We know he could have done it. We right. know he could have done it. And we, right. we've we seen... At, yo, my thing is, at this point, and I know Rec Room wasn't out yet, but we know Marlon can act. You know? Like, Marlon has... Freak, the movie that came out before this, him playing Loke Dog. In all honesty, he was acting in that thing. Yeah, like, yeah. he was a great character. Mm-hmm. So don't cut away from my man. And they do it to him a lot. And it's like, bruh. They, they, do it so, they also mean, do it again later on where, like, he has a moment where he's like... um. What is it? He has a moment, not at the very end when he's crying, when he says goodbye, but it's a scene where, like, uh, uh, um, the guy, when when Dwayne, like, throws flex against the glass. Oh, and, like, you like see, in the hospital? Yeah, and he's in the hospital, yeah. and you see Marlon in there with him, and, like, bro, you keep, you keep cutting away. Mm-hmm. They, they cut to flex, who is knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Like, my man ain't giving you no acting moments because he's knocked out conscious. Bro. Oh, man, this... What? Yeah, like I, um, yeah. So like, because basically the main plot of this is just you know, he died. He has a heart attack and dies. Um, and then the team is doing poorly. They suck. Obviously, any team would yes, suck right. after 
first of all, just experiencing a death on the team is enough to rattle you psychologically that you can't play right, especially when it's your brother. And then he's the best player on the team. Right. So it's like, of course they're not doing well. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't feel like there weren't stakes for like that program for any of them as players. Like, there was no storyline that was built that was like, guys, like if we don't make it, like this program's going to be shut down. Or if like we don't make it, like none of us are getting scholarships, and like. I mean, we're or we're gonna lose our scholarships, or like we're not gonna make right. it to the NBA, and like all of us, like that was our only dream in life. It like, was just the finals. It was literally just. It was like, just like we oh, won't make the finals. Yeah. It was like it was like oh, like we were so close to like maybe like making the tournament this year, and like now we're not going to like yeah. like the stakes. It's like the the fact that his brother died mattered so much more than anything else. That when he asked for help, it didn't feel significant outside of this is a man who's grieving. Right. And then when Kadeem comes back, he doesn't explain anything. He's not like, I have unfinished business or like, right. he, just, he basically just says, yeah, you, you know, you, you asked, call you call me here. And then he's like, I'm here to just keep doing what I was doing before. Like, I'm going to be a goofball. Yeah. I'm going to make some jokes. He's like, only you can see me. And he's like, but there were no rules established. It wasn't right. like, yo, well, what if people find yo, out about wait, me? No, wait, he tries to, this is the part. Yeah, he tries to that. establish a rule and breaks it immediately. He yeah. literally says this only works if it's just me and you. Right? He says it at the very top. Uh-huh. But immediately, like maybe three scenes later, he's telling the whole damn basketball he team said, and doing tricks for him. It makes no sense. No I, sense. I wrote, I wrote that down too. It was like he, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, I got to keep a low profile. But then the way that he presents himself to the team is by slamming all of the doors. <laughs> But all the paper comes in. He appears on and then the he jumble. He appears truck. on the jumble. He couldn't have done it in a more poltergeist way. It yeah. was like, he literally like shot electricity through a freaking jumbo. Tr- Anybody could have seen that. If there was a janitor Jan- there, they'd yeah. be like, "Oh my god, ghosts are real." Then yeah. he proceeds yeah. to then he proceeds to showboat even more in the games by being like, you know, that, that guy that doesn't do th- uh, three pointers, pass it to him. He's gonna do it, and it's and just like now everyone's with, gonna. He's messing me. with his brother all the time. Like there was a point where he's like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna end up in the psych ward." I was like, "But for real though, why? Yeah. Are you, why are you messing with your brother? Like, why are you?" And because he was he was messing with his brother a little bit when he was alive, but I felt like when he he was a ghost, he became a Bruh, huge I, dick. But that is why I thought like what you were saying about like how the movie kind of thinks it is more about their relationship and the fact that Marlon wanted to be back with him because he, no matter what, had to engage with him. He couldn't, he could not, he could never not engage. But it's like, if you know that nobody else Bruh, can see. No, but this is another thing that pisses me off because John, you're pointing out a lot of plot holes, which I like because in the movie, they address that he shouldn't be talking to anybody. Like, for instance, he's like, don't talk to that girl. Because you're talking to her, she's gonna start digging, and you're gonna be the craziest crazy in town. Right. So, and that's what and that's what Dwayne said. Right. And I'm like, Dwayne said that to him, but yet still will be talking to him in games, putting him in headlocks. So you clearly set up rules that you did not follow. That you right. don't care. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no stakes because right. it's like you yeah. kept undercutting them. So I was like, well, if he doesn't care about them, then maybe they don't really have that much weight. And guess what? The movie affirms that because literally every time somebody finds out about him it's the least big deal no it becomes cares. less and less no of a deal yeah. to the point where when rc finds out about him like she's like it's your brother huh and he's like yeah and i was like what the what yeah there should have been a scene. she literally just she literally just was like it is and he's like yeah and he just kind of like shrugs i'm like they don't explain the fact like you know this 
changes the existence of this entire world, right? right like yeah. the fact that we know that people that can live on people in the afterlife. And, and like yep. unless unless this movie us, knows like, stuff we don't know, unless their ghost is chilling and like the movie knew. My thing is this in Good Burger <laughs> in Good Burger, Keenan and Kale went to the psych ward. Okay? To the psych ward. I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. One of you niggas in here talking about y'all see a ghost sitting beside me. I promise I'm calling somebody from the room. If I came in here and was like, yo, hey, dog, hey, for real, though, man, Richard Pryor is right here beside me talking to me right now, y'all. Like, the joint is tripping me out. And I start wrestling with Richard Pryor in front of y'all. Like, be honest. Be honest. Like, what would y'all say? Like, what would y'all say about the show to a shoot we have? And it's like, hey, man, don't worry about the jokes. Rich got it. (laughs) But the thing is, like, like even if, and then if you proved it, yeah, if, if you started doing some Richard Pryor jokes, but if you proved it, I still would be like, "What does this mean, man? Like, yeah, how does this work? Is he haunting us? Like, is he help? Like, why is he helping us? Like, there's no reason, though. I mean, listen, like, yeah, it would be nice to win, but you know what? Also, be nice, like, if you stole a car from me and like did all these yeah. other bad things. They never talked about, except for the end. They never talked about the fact that he's cheating. They yeah. did it at one point, and I don't even understand why they got mad at that part. That's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't they care in the beginning? Like, why wouldn't he be like, yo, man, like, this just hang out with me. Don't you messed the, up. The, the conversation that they were supposed to have in that scene wasn't it's cheating. It was supposed to be like, I can't be in your, your shadow anymore. Like, you're gone. Like, this is, you know, I, I've, you're a nev- ball hog. I've never been, you're a ball hog. Everybody feels this way. I know you heard the conversation. Blah blah blah. Like that that should have been character development for the two brothers. But instead, that's not what they talked about. You know what? I think if I was gonna haunt the both of you guys, I would haunt John Moore. <laughs> because I feel like James would get cool with it after a while. I definitely would. But then John would just always be frustrated yeah, and no. that would bring me a lot of joy. We would we would st- I would relax. I feel like almost you, immediately. I feel like immediately James would be cool with it. John would instantly be I'm mad. mad. Right now, <laughs> like don't instantly be mad about it. No, but the thing is, like this movie, bruh, I just felt like yeah, like there were so many things set up. Nothing I was said, established. I said so. The so just to talk about this point because we're hopping around the whole time. But there was so much stuff that happened at the end of the movie that, like, I just, I was just like, I really wish more of the the movie was about this instead what of like, that? but like, like I wish that they would have gone like with the the big. Scene at the end where where Marlon does the the like you know he's in here he's inside of us that was introduced to him almost immediately when he when he died but then he never grapples with that at all we never see him like trying by himself like oh right he's within me how do you, you know blah blah we never see him do that then at the end he just gives a big speech to everybody talking about how he's in each and every one of us but we don't know how anybody plays or deals with That's what I'm him. saying. It was- and, and, I, and I said out loud, like, I wish more of the movie was about this. And then Kat goes, yeah, Kat didn't start watching the movie, though, until like 10 minutes before that moment. And she could tell that the movie was missing stuff. But I, also, the team was trash. My thing is, yeah. if you establish yeah, that the team, team was trash, trash they, they, they how didn't deserve to win. They did right. not. And, they and did not. To win one of the games, he broke some dude's, like, collarbone. He threw Flex, a.k.a. Michael Jackson, because if you know the TV movie, he played Michael. Um, oh yeah, he threw flex into a. First off, I was like, "What? How did he do that?" Like, no they one questioned quit that. just then. Did no one? Qu- no, but the people at oh, home. I did mean, no one question a they, man they had, flying towards they the screen? Question squat this whole time. Literally, by the end of it, 
you know, like, because there was that gag of the guy, like, not being able, like, the husky mascot not being able to dunk, which I don't know who that was for again. I, yeah. I, it wasn't yeah. funny. <laughs> I don't even understand, like, who would think it was funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some things, was, like, we're watching Half-Baked, and we're like, we know this is funny to some people. It's just yeah. it's not for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, For this, I was like, who is this for? Like, no. Who is this movie for? And he jumps, and he's about to fall, like... 10 feet short of the rim and then he goes up and dunks i'm like n- everybody just watched that like it yeah. was a normal thing that could everyone happen? watched him bounce on air on air and then yeah hey bro i'm gonna tell you this i saw i'm gonna tell you this is a real story i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> i i was going down like uh columbus circle here in new york oh, city no, he's gonna tell us a ghost story. Yeah, it is this, this is like see? a legit i yo i've been freaked out it was legit. It was like uh, Columbus Circle was at nighttime. This is right when they were opening up that like kind of shopping center in the subway, mm-hmm. and like that. All right, there was a rat that was running by. Okay, there was a person who I saw like miss the rat, but how I saw the guy it was a homeless dude. How I saw him, Mister Rat, he is that what yo. <laughs> My man did not touch the ground because basically, like we were coming down the steps. I accidentally kicked the rat because I was looking at him and I hit it. So we were coming down the steps. And my man's foot, both feet just floated above this rat, dude. <laughs> I was so, yo, he didn't jump. My man walked and he stood and I kicked the rat. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I kicked the rat and I look at him and he looked me dead in my eyes. Like we both, like we knew what happened, dude. Like we, like, yo, we knew. I, yo, he was I don't know at what you, he did. He was looking at you like, you know my secret. Yo, <laughs> like, it was, I kicked I, the rat and said, oh, to- shit, look at him. And we made eye contact and we had a moment of like, Yo, did you just float? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, bruh. I, yo. Hey, I believe it. Yo, I've so been watching saying, Doctor Who all day. So, so maybe <laughs> maybe ghosts exist. Maybe this movie was like, hey, we live in a world where the Ghostbusters are real. So just be cool And with ghosts it. just don't, they just ain't a thing. i tell you one thing. This movie did not have a swirl. Okay. Okay. And think about. <laughs> you already had the swirl. <laughs> <laughs> how we're, we're, we're 37 minutes into the podcast. Yo, but for real though, I mean, there's nothing this else is the point. to talk hey, about. This is the point in hey. the movie with... Hey, hey, time out. Hey, time out. How long have we been doing this? That's it? Yeah. Oh, man, I thought we were going no, for like at least cool. an hour Let's and do a half. It, man. This, is a, this is a real thing. Like, I, listen, I don't... I don't listen, okay. Do this. We did, I feel like we talked about this movie longer than the movie, but it's not true. <laughs> I have. I'm looking. I'm going over all of my notes, and I've literally talked about everything I have to talk. It's about. like, what do we say about this movie? Okay, my problem. I'm trying is, to think of funny part. Oh, oh, there's one. Did other, you laugh? There's one here. I'll tell you what I was laughing at. <laughs> it was this dude, Paul Ben Victor, who was who was one of the like fir- before they brought in um, uh, uh, Vital my. Uh, Mike Vitale yeah. or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. This dude, this actor, he was doing such a good job as the announcer. And I know he was playing up the comedy. He was like, he was like, and the Huskies haven't won in a long, long time. Yeah, Is that the yeah. guy from House Guests? He was. He was the bad guy in He's House Guests. the bad guess. guy in House Guests. Yeah. Remember? And, like, and then he had the toupee yeah, bit, yeah, too. It, yeah. But when he, whenever he was doing the announcer bit, I was like... He's having fun. I Yo. can tell. He was having so much fun in this role. Like, and I don't think I don't know if it was supposed to be comedic or if the director told him to be, but he was just like right. he would be doing things and he'd be like, and they're doing the two pointer. That's right. And then like they they had like a little banter together. Like they would say, like they would be doing a little improv together. And I yeah. was like, look at this. Like, 
There you go. You, did you laugh? Get your moments. Did that you was laugh, the only James? time. Yeah, I laughed a few That's times. That's the only time you laughed? No, I laughed at that. I laughed at the Marlon. Uh, I laughed when he was going from side to side because it was oh, so much. It was that. so over the top. I loved that. From side to side. Oh, uh, uh, when he was getting, when he was being a yeah, yeah, he was yeah, just okay. getting like beat up, and beat that down. Funny. That was funny. Uh, and did I laugh at any other point? Like Marlon, every now and then would throw in like a like one of his like. Marlinisms, Marlinisms that I was like, oh, that's pretty good. But I probably only laughed out loud one time, and it was very dumb that I laughed out loud at this. But it was the moment when Will Sasso jumped at him at the bar, and he spills that entire pitcher. Like he got a full pitcher, and then spilled the entire pitcher in this like weird the way his hands moved. I thought that was so funny. I did not laugh at all. Wow. Yeah, no, that's honestly to me. I honestly checked. Oh, I felt bad because I made I put this on. I watched it this morning, and I put it on the big TV. I had my roommate because he, as he was getting ready for work, we were watching it. And he's like, "What's the point of this?" I was like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Is this a drama?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Is it a comedy?" Yes. He's like, "How come you haven't laughed?" I was like, "There's no funny parts." I checked the time on this movie five times, like to see like oh. when was it going to be over. I was like, "All right, cool, 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 cool." I checked after um, Dwayne died. I checked after like. Uh, Marlon had that heartful moment with um, RC, like, man, people keep asking me questions, blah, blah, blah. I was like, checked after that. I checked after, uh, <laughs> checked after like, uh, uh, Dwayne did the big moment. Yo, I was just like, man, why, Cause why his, are we doing this? His brother was just a huge dick. I didn't understand why he was being such a dick. And I was like, you're not really being helpful. I don't, un- like, I don't understand the cosmic purpose of you being here. Right. There are no stakes. And then the comedy is just repetition of you hitting him and like you're hitting him and he's having to deal with you and nobody else can see it and i was like how did you guys not come up with different scenarios in which like you can heighten the comedy of this like you didn't at all yeah like they would just like every now and then they'd be like look at this cool cgi thing we could do with like him blowing up his finger right which was like why? why are they doing that yeah i also the um i did laugh sometimes with the when the music came in there was a part where I laughed so hard. Like the music but came because in. Because of the music? Because the music came in so dramatic. And I remember laughing, being like, what is this movie? Can I, can I say something that's probably inappropriate? T- t- TMI? Go okay. Go ahead. Like, I, I don't watch porn, really. <laughs> but during this movie, I was oh, like, yeah. I, I could, could be watching porn or something right now. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> like, going to say, because like, the music sounded like porno uh, music sometimes. No, legit. I was like, I don't watch it. I was like, but I could. I could watch a porn right. I was so I was so utterly like you I should so be doing something, something else. Yeah, I was like <laughs> it was really boring. Uh, uh, something that I, something that uh, <laughs> I just want to say for the sake of saying it, since we're reviewing this movie, and when else am I going to say it, and will it ever matter ever again? But uh, when I was a kid, I remember thinking that the blue around him was like a CGI effect that they added, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it is so really obviously lighting, lighting yeah. and I watching it now i couldn't believe that my little mind thought that it was a weird cg it's a like, cool effect like i, like, I was I remembering like it was him. lighting i know yeah no i i did too i thought it looked i thought it looked really cool and i thought yeah, they did a, with your mind. yeah and i thought yeah. they did a, a great job of to, especially those scenes where like marlin's really close to him it's like oh but they're able to they're able yeah. to isolate it um but it, it's just crazy to me that i thought you like my like my past memory of it is that like he was a blue sort of like figure that they put they, into it. They really only tried for comedy like half the time in the movie, and then the other half was this really like 
soapy, like melodramatic drama that like kids after school special. Like that's the best way to put it. Cause yeah. the theme was like way too light. And the stakes were way too low for it to feel like anything other than a kid's movie. I mean, I, it, I, I don't... All right. It just existed. All right. Talk about the swirl, man. This is over. We're done. I mean, the thing about this, too, is like I kind of even want to give it a swirl. All I want to do with this movie right now is I want to help this movie pass the Bechdel test. That's all I want. All right? So I'm going to tell you how we could have had two women talking about something... Mm. That wasn't a man. I mean, equality is sexy. And so. they could have been talking about something <laughs> that could have been anything. That's right. Just as long as it wasn't a man and they were talking to each other. Oh, yeah. All right. So here we go. Here we go. All right. The scene is RC. She comes, she comes to the announcer table, mm-hmm. right? And she has that weird, like, she's just coming from that weird sexist moment where they're like, oh, this this woman will sell out her own mama. To like you know get a story yeah story. what a douchey thing to say very, very weird very out of nowhere but this is the thing she gets to the table and like rc sitting there and as she gets there there's emily okay emily is another biracial woman we don't know her race but she's a little brown so she's, she's biracial oh, okay. I saying, we, we don't know what she's mixed with but she's brown so she's down right okay and she's like talking about this bullshit you know talking about like hey we should be able to write whatever stories we want to write, okay? We should be able to go out there and write a story about, I don't know, fucking politics, all right? Maybe maybe about the politics of sports, all right? Yeah, how about yeah. people from, from lower incomes are used in college sports and how they don't get paid, but they get treated like professional athletes, mm-hmm. but they don't make the money, That's but true. the colleges make the money. Because mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you notice, this movie mm-hmm. actually has real sports teams, like real college teams that use their it real names. The how come we can't talk about how the Huskies are out here Pimping oh, yes. these kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. UCLA, pimping these kids. How they at the, the Final Four. These kids don't make no money, but you know what? The colleges, when they get to the Final Four, make all the monies. Sure. All right? All the monies. And you know what? These two women could have had this conversation. Because you know what that means? What's oh, that? women watch sports. Yeah, women yeah, know yeah. a lot about sports oh, Women can have yeah. a conversation about something That ain't the dude that's the love interest in the movie that's And she right. also could have right. said out of nowhere Even though it's talking about a dude She could have said oh that guy who told me I was telling my own mama can suck a dick Because oh, that was shit. messed up But that's all I'm saying And she's, can have yeah, that moment. she's like Yeah he can suck a dick He can But me Wait what's happening I want <laughs> Wait what what what's happening what's I won't you won't suck you. Dick. Wait, okay. What's and that? then they start oh, kissing. No, now it's a sex scene. And no. Then they, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, hey, John. No. Hey, 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 John. Don't. But hold on. Maybe John's on to something. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, but seriously, though, this movie could have had a moment where you had two women talking about anything. Yeah. I'm not even asking for fucking Shakespeare here. I just want you to talk about something together. Yeah. There you go. We did a swirl, y'all. The Bechdel. Oh, we call it the Bechtel swirlation. The Bechtel swirl. The Bechtel swirlation. The Bechtel, the Bechtel swirlation. Swirl. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the only thing I want to say is, like, as of 2012, Peter Berg was saying that Hancock 2 will still happen. So, like... That is literally the oldest 2000, news. You, 2012. It is... Is 2017, but there are there are pages that were updated as recently as 
October okay. 2016. This is you know more random than the plot <laughs> yeah. the plot points of The Sixth Man. You know no, what you so, could have done? You could have said, is this movie better or worse than Hancock? I was going to do that, but I, I didn't want to know We would have said Hancock is better mm-hmm. than this one. What? We could have also talked about um, Thunderstruck. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could have talked about, about like, um, you could have brought up uh, Coach Carter. Well, no, but I don't want to talk about Above the Rim. Yeah, but I was actually just wondering, because Hancock 2, because what they got on it so far is that they hired a couple screenwriters. This is 2012. But they hired screenwriters in 2009, though. Why are you talking That's about this? That's still almost 10 this years old. so long ago. I'm trying to see. Because, like, what do you guys think? You guys think it's going to happen? Will Smith is in his real. 50s, dude, almost. Dude, yeah, but, the, but they want to do Bad Boys still. Yeah, they will do. But they're they're going to introduce the two, the younger cops, which I'm going to be one of. You think that's what they're doing? That's what I would do if I was them. If they introduce the younger cops, I I wouldn't replace them, but I would definitely have younger people in it. The 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 fourth one they can do that, but the the third one one has to be about. You do like you do like um lethal weapon. You put Chris Rock in it, and he's just there, like he's not a lead. But like if he wanted to take over, he could. So I'm saying Hancock two. No, James. No, James. Um, (laughs) thank you, John. Please end this. Yeah, end our misery. Wow, man. This movie depressed me. I mean, the movie was like a little kid's movie, even though it wasn't. It was PG-13. It wasn't built as a kid's movie. It was built as a comedy. It, I'm just thinking about like, I'm just like, man, like, think about, I, I kept thinking about Liar Liar because I was like, that's a movie that somebody wrote for Jim Carrey and they were like, Jim Carrey's great at physical comedy. I bet we can do a really great movie. Like, He can't tell a lie. And so every time he tries to tell a lie, He's like trying to force it, but he can't. And his body just literally just kind of wrestles with him so that he can't tell a lie. And they did so many funny things with that movie. Yeah. So many different scenarios that they, they put it him in. It gave it something for him to, to build to as well. As, as being a lawyer, it's like it ends on the big trial. And it's like, yeah. there's, like it starts with just little lies and then it ends with like this, under oath lies. But this movie was like, it wanted to be, it wanted to be one of those like sports, like ragtag team like sports films wasn't that want it to be just a straight kind of slapstick physical comedy wasn't really that and then also wanted to be like a melodramatic like hood story even though it wasn't in the hood yep anyway yeah we rate films not based on whether we like them uh Uh, we do them based on whether or not they helped the cause of more leading black actors in hollywood so for the cause, we are going to rate this film with either a full black fist, meaning it totally helped the cause, a white palm, meaning it somewhat helped the cause, or nothing, meaning it didn't help the cause at all. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. All right. It. I'm going to count to six. Wait, what? <laughs> <are> you <laughs> Wait, what? Six man. One, two, why, why don't you start three. From, six, from six down? Why did you interrupt the longest count? Sorry, no, you're right. <laughs> Six. No, you're right. Five, one, start from one to three. Okay. You did it again. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. No, but wait, is it but is it more efficient to go from no, six? No, you didn't just stop. <laughs> All right, sorry. Six. All right. Really? All right. I got I got one black fist, one white palm, and nothing. All right, I gave it a white palm, the correct rating. Yeah, uh, I, I almost gave it a white palm. <laughs> uh, I gave it a white palm because um, nobody saw it. It definitely probably lost some money when you add uh, uh, advertising costs into it. Uh, 
I think Marlon didn't really get to have like a leading man. He had to do his own thing. Like the people that really didn't write, like he got to do Re- Requiem for a Dream and maybe that helped a little bit, but it didn't uh, allow him to become a leading man. Maybe he didn't want to either because people were just weren't writing good scripts for him. But man, I feel like Marlon in a, in a, maybe an alternative timeline, he could have, he could have done some really great things. Like it would have been interesting. Maybe he yeah. could have been like the Jonah Hill of now. You know what I mean? Like he all of a sudden started doing really great movies with like other great actors and like was both still like very funny, could do comedy, but also could do more like serious Oscar winning roles and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I just thinking about what could have mm-hmm. been didn't happen. But at the same time, it did give us a film starring a black actor you know, this was basically Kadeem's only uh, real opportunity to like lead in a film. So like, I, I got to give props to the, for the film for that, I guess. And um, it was among the plethora of different options where you could see in the 90s films starring leading black actors. So that's why I kind of didn't get it nothing. But, you know, it didn't really help that much. Anyway, who wants to go? I gave it nothing because... um. Yes, it's true that they got the star in this movie, which is great. But honestly, this movie made me want to go watch porn. All right. <laughs> like, I was so this bored. This movie made me watch. <laughs> I was like, I was just so over it. And it's like, I, I just felt like it, I felt like it, I felt like it was mean to Marlon and Dwayne. I felt like Marlon was giving it everything he had and the movie was not servicing him properly. I think like, when people think of this movie, they probably don't think fondly of it. I like to think that we've learned our lessons from movie like movies like this. Uh, I honestly, I'm just over. I, I was over this movie five to ten minutes into it. Uh, I'm, I don't even have anything to say about it right now. That's how much I feel about it. Yeah, I have. I have so little to think about it. I legit forgot points of the movie. I don't even remember. I don't even like. And then I hated the name. And no offense. But I was like, how you gonna oh, name yeah. one kid Anton and one named Kenny? Get Kenny a cool name too. Call him <laughs> Kenneth at least. <laughs> you gonna name him Anton? Get hey, yo, Anton that's messed and up Kenny. to Kenny's all over the world. Hey, Kenny's. I'm. I stand with you. We had not had no idea what it wanted to be. Um, you, gave a, you gave it a fist. All right, I gave it a fist. Here's, no, but here's why I gave it a fist. I gave it a fist because Kadeem Hardison is a lead in the movie. Yeah, you're right. Kadeem Hardison. He was it's the, true. It's he true. was the you're right. man. You're right. Kadeem was the man. And and Marlon, I know Marlon didn't, you know, he wasn't the, the leading man after this, but he was almost Batman. And this being like his second or third movie yeah. is definitely a reason why he was almost Batman. Or sorry, Robin. Robin. He was about to be Robin. You know what I mean? Like, like. Yeah, this movie is is the worst. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. But like, but the simple fact of of that, like that, it's a super early movie for Marlon, and he gets to like really like stretch his chops, and that Kadeem is a lead. You know, that's why I gave it a fist. Like, I feel like it. It is a shame that I think this movie was written by two white people, and now I'm now I'm mad about it's the basketball thing. Be. Now I'm mad oh, about. The, I wasn't mad about it at first. Wait, you're saying it and is now written by two white people? Yeah, now I'm mad about it a little bit. There's no way that because then movie that makes you think that like the way people. that they write for black people because they, they didn't. Go, they didn't. They like just assumed it's like yeah, they're black. That's why they care about basketball, right? Like, yeah. There was no. It wasn't like the father like 
yeah, the father coaches them in the beginning, but so what? Like, right. it didn't say, like, you know, your yeah, father no. always wanted to play basketball. Like, oh, you guys just, like, uh, it didn't explain, like, why I mean, they, they loved basketball. I mean, it was just They did it for a granted. terrible job of writing this movie, oh, yeah. uh, and that's a huge problem. So, like, that's part of the reason that I almost gave it, that I almost gave it a palm, because the movie is so uh, poorly constructed. Um, but I had to because of the the two, the, particularly the two leads, and then that. the other black, the other black actors in it. Like we just need more movies with a these bunch writers. Of, never wrote again. A bunch though. of black people in it. So yeah. Wait, doing a call. I'm gonna do a call back to another episode right now. Mm-hmm. All right, me and John are gonna have uh, a double dutch competition, <laughs> and yes. someone tweeted at their team Braylock. Uh oh. Yeah. Yes, son. At Honey Dip. Yeah. Thanks, Braille. That's right. Thank you for the support. I won't let you down. I'm so mad. Let's do some uh let's do some plugs. Guys, we're doing another game show. First of all, oh yeah. Come to Just for Laughs. If you're there in Montreal in Canada, you gotta come out. You gotta see Headgum Live. We're gonna be there Wednesday, July 26th, I believe is the date. 9.30 p.m., go get your passes, come to HeadGum Live, support. It's going to be great. It's going to be so fun. Now, if you're living in New York, you're lucky because that's where we live. We're going to do a show, another game show. It's going to be even better than the last one. And the oh, last yeah. one was really good. I won. And then you cheated. I you won. Legit and cheated. And you legit cheated. You definitely cheated. All right. I won. And, uh, uh, <laughs> uh. You can't just say I won. All right, whatever. that mean? Come to the game show. That is going to be Wednesday, August 2nd, 9.30 p.m. at UCB Chelsea. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. James Sorry. is playing I'm, his thing. I'm looking at our, I'm looking you can follow at our me announcement. At John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com is my website. You can go up there, look at some videos if you'd like. Uh, I'll let you guys do your thing and we'll read some reviews after. What you guys follow say? me, James Third Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. James Third Comedy dot com. Third is three RD. Why does it go after him? Uh, <laughs> you can follow me at Dry Mulligan on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter. Um, I thought about getting Snapchat again, but apparently there's a a function where it can stalk you. I don't a like that. You like you can see a map, and I can see like you guys in a car going to meet somebody, and I feel like that's very weird. I feel like Facebook has a location. Oh, I don't like too. that. I don't like that locating stuff. Mm-mm, ain't catching me. Yeah. Uh, if you <laughs> if you give if you rate and review us uh, five stars on uh, iTunes, we will read your review on the air. This is by Newt. Wait, is it Nudie on duty? Yeah. Nudie on duty. Okay. I don't think I read this one. But like the movie is the uh, the headline. Literally just finished all 99 episodes. It was a little while back. Took me a moment. It took me a month, but I made it. The wood cold open was down. Was the wood cold open has. Wait, was has down the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, got it. The wood cold open was hands down the best thing I've ever heard. I lived for that transition, JB. Thank you. Wow. Is dead presidents are finding Forrester worth disgusting? Oh. Yeah, definitely, I think. Yeah, for sure. Also, so the movie Take the Lead, was it oh, good? Oh, Take the Lead. 
Uh, that's that Antonio Banderas movie, right? Where he's like the teacher who teaches the kids how oh, to like salsa. Oh boy, is that what that movie? I think I think I think it he's is. Asking, was it good? Did you see it? Um, I saw it. It was entertaining. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was fine. Who is it? Is uh, Take the Lead good? It was. It was fine. You're right. It is that Antonio Banderas movie. Huh. Uh, anonymously, I knew Jarrah in another life, and I'm so proud of you. I have all my crew listening to you guys. Keep it up. Love, hey, love, now love. we got to know who you are. Yeah, who are you? We got you in another life, man. What? Uh, this one is one of my. Oh no, wait, I read that one. The reduced Shakespeare Company that guy. Yeah. Um, man, the thing is, iTunes puts these all out of order now. I do want to read one of the uh, um, international ones though, because we can't see them. No. But somebody's been tweeting at us. And, you know, I'm going to read that because that's really nice. We like Hey, one. if you know me, though, do I owe you money? Are we good? We squared away? Cool. That's going to make sure we good. You're like, yo, I knew him in another life. He owed me money, but I'm going to let this slide. <laughs> All right. This is from Liam Miller. Liam, thank you for writing and uh, posting. These are uh, reviews from, I believe, Australia. What? So, Liam? Yeah, Australia. Here's some Australian reviews. Okay. This is from Liam. Perfect mix. That perfect mix of challenge, insight, humor, and passion, even if they do keep referring to room as the room. (laughs) Whoops. Loving the show from Sydney, Australia. Enjoying both discovering new films or rethinking old favorites. Like we heard that. Thanks, guys. You're doing a magnificent job. Well, I appreciate it anyway. So people always check us on calling it the room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And then some (laughs) of the other ones are like, so good. Oh, man, how good is this podcast? You three guys are amazing. Top-notch pod by After Earth Fan. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's what's up. Essential for film fans. Uh, and somebody saying, great podcast, great funny, and made me aware of an issue I had never given much thought to before. That's some of our Australian reviews. It's nice. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. We will be reviewing. Oh. It's the end. We're going to do Let's Be Cops. Let's. I can't. Hey, I'm going to tell everybody listening right now. I can't promise y'all going to hear me. I am Wayans out. Hey, man, it's the last one. But Damon Wayans Jr. Wayans Jr. It's a I new do breed. I like Damon Wayans Jr. I, mean, I love Damon Wayans Jr., but I am Wayans out, y'all. One more Wayans. We're finishing it out. Uh, sorry that we didn't get to some of your favorite Wayans films. We know Mo Money, Major Pain. Major Pain is I'm going to get one. you, sucker. White Chicks. A lot of people. For some reason, wanted us to review that. We'll review that. We're, we're trying to figure out how to do white chicks. We're trying to find white, some white, white chicks, chicks to help come on and review Again, white so chicks. So, you know, Tina Fey, yeah. Amy Poehler, if y'all, if y'all out there chilling, you know. And we'll be back. We're gonna get some guests for you know some upcoming episodes and stuff. So it'll be fun, man. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>